It is what we're thinking about, and what we're thinking about is evolved communication. Hello, and welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. This is the place where we connect and converse to explore communication in our relationships, our social world, inner development, and spirituality. Today, we open our hearts and we get real. So this is Barry. We're back with what we're thinking about. My guest today is Reverend Millie Forsberg, one of the new ministers at Mile High Church. It's so good to have you with us here, Millie. And uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the heart of service. I know uh, a big part of your work here at the church is going to be leading our service ministry, and we do a lot of service work here. So uh, just wanted to uh, welcome you and uh, just kind of get your take on how it's been so far doing, um, doing service. Thank you. And um, it's been great. Uh, As soon as I got here, I was kind of thrust into the school drive, which is part of our Make a Difference team that works that. And the volunteers are just so, they're so passionate about what they're doing and collecting. They just get right in there and they do what they do. I offered to help them uh, one day as they were sorting and counting the school supplies for the drive. And they turned around to me and they said, we got this. I was like, whoa, okay. So um, that is great. And I just love the fact that they love what they do. They work like they get gratuity for it. And I know that the gratuity that they get is the service. And that is really... They, they're just the epitome of what service is here at the church. Well, I think the uh, you know, thing that we talk about a lot here is uh, sp- service is a spiritual practice. And I think that group that you stepped in front of here, that's, that's really true for them. That uh, this, is, this is how they show up. This is something that they kind of organize their lives around is uh, being of service to the community around us. And I'm really... Uh, always proud that we do so much for the schools in this community. And um, how do the uh, how do the school drives? Uh, how are they going now in terms of being able to save, uh, serve the schools not only with food? I know we do that, but with with supplies for the kids as well. Um, it was fantastic. Our last school drive, as a matter of fact, was still getting um, supplies in from people who ordered from Amazon and sent it here, but we had like two or three hundred backpacks, um, the paper, all of the supplies that were on the list, uh, we received it, and we received quite a bit. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me right now, but it will be enough to supply at least two to three hundred children with the supplies that they need at the various schools in the area. That's great. You know, uh, one of the um, one of the books that's really been moving for me lately is a book called The Second Mountain by David Brooks, and he talked a lot about service in that book and the concept of moving from I to we. That we have been a culture that's really been focused on our own needs, our own wants, uh, taking care of ourselves. And that uh, in the next phase, as we move as we move forward, this is an opportunity for us to kind of develop more of a service consciousness and more of a service mindset to be uh, more aware of the community around us and how we can support it. He talks about uh, kind of on the second mountain, um, 
kind of turning our attention towards the service aspect and of being more community-minded. Um, you know, now is we're still in a great time of uncertainty when we don't know what's going to happen next. And how do you see that mindset uh, kind of developing, not only here in our uh, spiritual culture here in the church, but just in the world around you? How do you see that... Um, uh, that consciousness of moving from I to we. Are you hopeful about it? I'm very hopeful about it. And one thing um, that I've noticed during this time and over the last year and a half, COVID has brought about a different kind of consciousness. We are aware, especially while we were in um, lockdown, so to speak, we had to be we had to turn more than just within. I mean, we had a chance to turn within and explore a deeper meaning of life. What does it mean right now um, for each of us and how can we serve? So while we were home alone, while I was home alone, I began to think about the people who are truly alone, who maybe did not have anyone to call, anyone to check on them, um, anything like that. And I began to see more and more people, they began to speak of it, like on social media, and even in my own neighborhood, I began to see people being concerned about each other more and maybe um, knocking on doors and saying, hey, is there something I can pick up from you from the store? I'm going to run to the store real quick. Or do you need anything? Like especially with some of the elderly people in the neighborhood. And um, it really made me hopeful because we, we no longer had the distraction, for one thing, the distraction of the hurry, hurry, and get up and go to work kind of a thing. Um, we were just kind of in that place of, wait a minute, what am I here to do, really? So I'm very hopeful about it, and I still see that coming. I still think that people are mindful of it, just looking out in the world nowadays, I think that there's there is hope that we can we can lean toward being more of service to each other instead of to ourselves. Yeah, I think you know it, it's interesting because um, because we have so much media, we can see what's happening all over the world, and and we get a lot of bad news from all over the world. But I think it's important that we uh, look to the people who live next door, or people who look live in the same community. Um, you know, the kids that are that are going by our house, that are going to elementary schools, and. Um, I think that, that that's a thing that we can really focus on that's going to help us in uh, building and strengthening our families. I think it's always something that's been really important for me, and I know that that's the school drive uh, and all the work that we do with schools uh, is just a great way for us to connect and serve in this community that's right around us that's really local here. So I appreciate that, and I appreciate the work that you're doing. And I know that another thing that's uh, kind of landed on your plate since you've uh, since you've come to Mile High Church is um, our inclusion and diversity work, and we did a lot of that uh, kind of while we we're in the lockdown of COVID when we were uh, meeting on Zoom a lot. We we got that work going, and I know that you're uh, you're in the process of picking it up now. And uh, what's that look like uh, for you from here? From here, um, you know what I, I think that more than ever we're mindful 
of some of the biases that we have that we're not, we're not aware of. And a lot of these things were brought up just before, um, actually was still during the COVID outbreak uh, with George Floyd and some of the things that have been happening since that time. We began to realize that maybe we had biases we were not aware of. And really, you know, just having it right in our faces, everything that is going on, uh, then the inequity, the inequality, um, the racial biases, and even come bringing to light um, our own biases. I mean, what is it? What am I thinking? And it has led to a lot of self-exploration. So what I want to see um, with our Diversity and Inclusion Committee is coming together and educating each other and um, how we can make this world work for each of us, for all of us. It's not just my world or your world. It's not black or white or brown. We're here together. And this is what I hope to see, especially with Mile High. Mile High is such a great place. It's a great, big place. And we have the opportunity to really bring this to the community and to the world. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I think there's a... I think there's an openness, there's a, there's an opportunity here for us, and uh, it's very it, it's interesting because during the time of being locked down and people watching the news and there was so much upheaval and unrest, uh, and now we're still in a time of um, uncertainty when we don't know what's going to happen next. I think that uh, the opportunity that lies before us is to uh, is to see each other. And mm-hmm. to uh, to acknowledge each other in a real way, I really appreciated all the work that we did about um, uh, you know microaggressions and the way that we treated each other that we weren't really aware of, and mm-hmm. that how we would um, we would study and get into groups to work on that, but then also to try to bring that into our world, bring that into how do we how do we meet the people around us that we're around all the time? And I think, uh, you know, the word that you used there was awareness. I think we wanted yeah. to increase our awareness and then we wanted to get our feet on the ground in terms of the systems that are around us and making the systems around us more just and more fair and more open. And I think the community that we're in uh, provides a great opportunity for that. I think people are open to it. And uh, I think one of the... Uh, challenges is how do we lead? How yes. do we become leaders in that and not wait for someone else to do it? I think a lot of the changes uh, that we're looking for in our culture aren't going to come from the government and down to us, but are going to come from a grassroots, uh, uh, a grassroots level. And I think that's where your work really is. That's where your ministry really is on the grassroots um, in service and then the grassroots in inclusion and diversity as well. Yes. I want to see, no, not the government. I want to see us elevate the consciousness of this community, of the, um, of the planet, until we reach beyond the government. Because, let's just face it, there's a lot of chaos there. But we are here, I am here, you are here to do the work. And I think that 
the more that we grasp onto that and accept that and release any fear around that, because there might be fear of acceptance. Well, how will people um, accept me if I'm doing this work? I think that is it's time. It's beyond the time for this right now. And I have learned to love in ways that I already thought I was doing, but now I realize just how important love is. So we have to start loving with ourselves and then in our community and then just to expand beyond where we are right now. So I'm really looking forward to this work and developing it even further. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see the opportunity now to uh, move beyond this kind of tribalism that has really mm-hmm. enveloped us in terms of uh, our political affiliations, and we really yeah. did uh, fall into a time of tribalism. And I think it keeps us from serving each other. It keeps us from seeing each other because there are, you know, tribal narratives that we kind of carry on, whether they're geographic or they're social or they're racial or they're economic. There are a lot of uh, tribal affiliations that we fall into that keep us from uh, really being the amazing people that we came here to be and to really see and serve each other. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I thank you. I thank you for your work and uh, the work that's ahead of you. You're going to stay busy doing what you're doing here, kid. <laughs> yes. I was wondering if you'd uh, if you'd lead us in a um, uh, in a little practice about service. Sure. Would you be willing to do that? I would. All right. Okay. And so right now, so we just we just breathe in. We take in all that has been shared right now, and we just know that God is right here. God is in the midst. God is everywhere present. There's absolutely no place where God is not. God is source, infinite intelligence. God is peace and love, togetherness. God is service. And I know that I am one with this allness. I know this for each and every person within the sound of my voice and beyond. We are all here to serve and to love one another on such a deep level, an unconditional level, an all-knowing level, that when we look in the eyes of another person, we are seeing ourselves, and we all deserve, we all deserve and are entitled to that same love. For God, in God there is no separation. God only knows itself through us as one. And God does not love one group, one person, one anything better than the other because it all expresses through each and every expression that we are right here on the planet. Every sentient being, Mother Earth itself, is an expression of the divine. And so we are here to love it, to serve it in a way that we would want to be loved and cared for ourselves. We're here to offer that same charity one to another, to love our neighbors as ourselves, to love our fellow man as ourselves right here and right now. We allow ourselves to just always be present and to know 
that when we serve one another, we are serving God because God is who we are in expression and God is who we are serving in expression. I am absolutely grateful, so grateful for this time, the time on the planet right now that is calling us, calling us into that awareness of saying, first of all, that our time on the planet is fragile, it's precious, and we are called to love like never before, without fault, knowing that each and every person has chosen their own path, we just allow them to do so without judgment and to just be in that place, be in that place of love, to raise the vibration, to hold the high watch of what is important right now. And that is to live each and every day in service one to another, in love one with another, knowing that this is what we do. This is why we are here. We are here to be, to just be. And so with that, I'm absolutely grateful. I'm absolutely grateful for accepting this time, for accepting these positions, for accepting the love of spirit and for knowing that each and every person here, each and every person on the planet, we're here to love one another. We're here to serve each other during all times and all that is going on right here and right now. We're here to serve in whatever way our inner spirit, our inner guidance shows us that we should do. We should listen to what our soul has to say and then act on it. And so with that and with this gratitude, I just say thank you, God. Thank you, love. Thank you, life. As I release this prayer, I release it to the law. I release it knowing that it has been heard, for it has been spoken by spirit through me as the conduit of its voice at this time. And so I release it, and I let it be, and I affirm it by saying, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much, Millie, for being with me today and for all the work that you do. And uh, it's good stuff. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. We will talk to you again soon and what we're thinking about.